this is like the the most fucking brilliant light que tengo aquí adentro. Ah, but it looks good from here. I mean, from my perspective, it looks good. Okay, go ahead. No, wait, wait, let's get started, man. Let's not waste any more time with you, man. No, brother, no. Gracias por tenerme aquí, man. You want to do this in Spanish, in Spanglish, in English? Um, so my my viewers are mostly English people, but once in a while with my Spanish people that I come over here in the YouTube, we throw some words here and there in Spanglish, so it's okay, man. De pinga. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, the pinga is good for us, bro. The pinga is good for Venezuelans. It's bad for Cubans and Puerto Ricans, but it's good for Venezuelans. Oh, yeah. That How you been? Oh, man. Everything's going well so far. And, you know, I'm just, I still work uh, as an audio engineer over there. I just handle all the projects and conferences and and all the meetings and concerts and whatnot that you can think of over there in the in the so I handle all that stuff, man. Bro, that's amazing, man. That's yeah. so good. That's a nice job, bro. No, no, it's the best when? job I've ever had in my life. Like, it's my career job. I love it. Bro. I have zero, 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 you know, zero, 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 like, queja. Like, no, bro. So good. Oh, mira, se aclaró la yeah. luz. Yeah. It's because I intensify the backlight of the monitor. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, now that the, the, your face sounds looks much more brighter. Brother, qué bueno, man. Qué chévere, man. Yeah. No. No. I, I love my job, man. I love being a, an a live sound engineer, man. But you know, but like by the time that you and me met each other, you know, uh, I was still I was still going around with um with music production. Still am to this day, but it's not my main focus anymore. It's not really worth me pursuing it that heavily, you know? Too much of an investment, bro, just to do it for so little time. It's That's a reality. Like, investment in time, investment in like sacrifices, all that stuff. And there might be something. Let me take care of this thing because yeah. I don't think Publix is paying you for <laughs> And I just took their chicken tenders today, so... <laughs> <laughs> No, I usually like every time we do stuff like that, we just go like, hey, it's naked bottle. Uh, the the reality is, man, that for the amount of time that we put into this stuff, mm -hmm. if it's not something that you see yourself doing for more than 10 years, it's not worth it, to be honest. I agree. Bro, I mean, okay, like those 10 years are going to make you billionaire and you go like, okay, I'm just going to work for 10 years, but ya después me voy a dedicar a echarme aire en los cojones. Well, that's a different thing. Yeah, exactly. So like I, that was my that was my point of view. And but by the way, most of these young cats, like they started like young in their teenage year, like by the time they're 17 or 18 or 20, you know, young adults, they're they're starting to get to do all the stuff that I started to do. And then by the time they're in their mid 20s, if they actually kept it going, their their careers takes off. I started late. I started late, like oh, we're already close to my 30s, you know, and obviously there's no 
there's it doesn't matter like uh, what what age do uh, do you become successful it, it it don't matter um but unlike the other kids in which you know they live with their parents and they got you know some financial support i didn't have any financial support i had to pay bills you know so it was kind of hard for me to pay like the bills from that from the home the rent the cell phone the food the car the gas insurance and of course the loans the student loans i get from sa you know Versus these kids, they they probably- which I guess I'm pretty sure I don't I don't deal with that part of the school, but I'm, I'm I know they they must not be cheap. No, no, I mean depending on the company that you go, man. I mean Salome, it basically they force you to pay every month after you graduate. Like they mm -hmm. don't they don't they don't care if you're if you're broke. Like they they need you. They want you to pay. If not, your credit score gets messed up, man. And bro, like it's 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 shit, you know, it's shit. But you know, you got to do it. So I, as as those times were happening, I started to see like, okay, what else can I do? I'm doing a lot of audio sound, like live sound, entertainment, like working for freelance on Ultra, working at the Cleveland Hotel, doing some other shit on the side until finally I landed the job that I wanted, in which I'm very comfortable. Nice. The beautiful thing about my job is that it gave me the liberty to do many other things. Beautiful. That, that was like, I'm pretty sure like you can relate like any engineer oh. wants to have a, a nice steady job and at the same time has enough time for them to do their freelance stuff. Like, sure, like you work at, at SAE as a professor, but you yeah. don't want to give away that, you know, like you want to work as a as an entertainer, as an audio engineer for, for other projects, as a producer and other stuff, right? Yeah. So obviously, like, that job itself gave me the opportunity to continue doing my production until a point that I stopped and then I started focusing on the podcast because I feel like podcast is my calling call. Nice. It's, Bro, that's amazing. It's, it, it's, it, it, it's like those people that, you know, like, they're like radio hosts or talk show hosts right is podcast is the new the new that they said el nuevo talk show el nuevo radio right. y man i think i think podcast like uh yo o sea yo te voy a ser sincero like i don't i don't listen to many podcasts mm -hmm. pero bro everybody around me like they're fan of them like really my wife, bro like my wife is a fucking crazy fan of Tons of podcasts. <laughs> like that's all she does. That's all she consumes. Right. Uh, Frank, bro, Frank Socorro, listen to a lot of them. Right. He, Ray, like a bunch of people we have around. My partner here in the studio, like he's crazy about uh, another type of podcast. Like he doesn't listen to audio stuff. Yeah. Uh, pero like meditation and that mm. type of stuff. And the cool thing is that it's, it's even way more segmented than radio. So when you have a, a market segmentation that's so detailed, yeah. bro, el podcast is super good. Ah, I agree. And as, I've, I've been like, I've been listening to podcasts for many, many years, you know, um, from entertainment, for comedy, for laughters, for knowledge stuff, you know. So I and I never done this. I never knew I was I was I was like this type of person that I like to communicate. But at the more that I start talking to people and network with people and started to see how I interact with people and the more stuff that I know about the industry, the more I want to speak about it because I feel like I don't know if you ever feel in this situation in which you know some stuff about the industry and you feel like damn it. I want to talk about this with somebody, but you don't have anybody else to talk about or the people that you can't talk about it. 
you only see them once every month or two. And basically, you don't want to talk about all that stuff. You just want to talk about, mm -hmm. hey, how you doing as a family, catching up good stuff, you know? So that was kind of my dilemma. And I wanted to do a podcast in which I can just give away some of the stuff that happens in this industry. You know, not many people know what goes on, that they come in here blindly because nobody tells them what to do. Nobody tells them, nobody guides them how all the stuff happens, you know? Like very few places or, or information or resources you can get that. Like SAE is, is a school. It's a school that you could get some of the stuff that happens in the industry. But unless just, you work in the industry... Tools. It's just basic tools. It gives you... It gives you, it tells you like, okay, this is a hammer. This is screwdriver. Yeah. This is this, this whatever other tool. And then just, this is how you basically use them. Exactly. There you go. And y ya después, man, like, o sea, si la vaina es así o es así, tienes que meter martillo al revés. Like that's something that you have to learn on the, on the on fly. The, on the fly. Exactly. So I basically interview a lot of people from the industry, like from producers to Frank and it's not Cora, and it's everybody. Not only, and it's not only SAE. Like I graduated from Full Sail. I'm a from Full Sail grad. Full Sail is another place, you know. When I came out of Full Sail, it fue igual. O sea, they gave me the tools to survive, like my 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 right. my tool belt. Now, how 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 am I gonna use that shit? Well, you figure it out as you go. Cuando te tiran en la primera sesión, and and a big artist comes in. You go like, holy shit, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to use these tools. Exactly. Pero eso no te lo enseñan realmente en la universidad. En la universidad te dicen, este es el martillo y sirve para esto. Exactly. This is the screwdriver and this is that. You're going you're gonna, to yeah, tie up the screw, right? Exactly. That's, y ya, pero, ah, mira que, yeah, it's different. No, and, and another thing is like how you communicate with people, how you network. They In school, they tell you like, oh, the best way to get to people is that you network with people. That Awesome. Cool. How do you do that? Oh, you just do it. <laughs> How do I approach a person and not being perceived as a stalker, as a crazy dude? They're just like or right a, there. Like, or hey, a desperate so someone, you know, that someone that's trying to be desperate. Do you yeah. want a drink? Can I buy you a drink? It's like, bro, like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so many things that not, sometimes not even at school, they, they teach you some of the stuff, you know, and you learn this on the fly and then there's nobody above you that you can look up, that can tell you or guide you. Unless there's somebody who sees you, has potential, and can guide you a little bit and say, like, hey, steer yourself a little bit like this. Hey, just be careful with this. Take a look at those contracts. Read it. Don't just sign it. Send it to a lawyer. Yada, yada, yada. Like, this is how you network. This is how you approach them. Give something in return. Like, don't just go ahead and approach them like, guns blazing like that like no like if you want to build establish relationship this is how you do it da, 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 da. so this is the basic stuff that i talk about this podcast you know nice and yeah. i'm happy to do it i'm happy to guide this stuff to everybody who doesn't know this because i know when i was in their position that i didn't know anything about it like i didn't know anyone in fact, I don't even know how I even got to do all the shows and all the people that I met and all the artists that I met in my life. I don't know how I managed to do that. I just happened to be at the right place at the right time with somebody. And that led me to all the other stuff. Man, we should have recorded this 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, it's been recorded. What are you talking about? I <laughs> see. Yeah. Ah, okay. Okay. Because I think this, like this conversation might be the most important thing we have said in the whole 
hour or the whole hour and a half or something. I agree. The important thing is yes, the the schooling is important. I think I I think it is important. I think yeah. everybody. I agree. To I agree with that. I think uh, unless you actually started being a a, a, a person that has a mentor in mm -hmm. a studio, and you started very very young in the studio, and 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 you made your life mm -hmm. that studio and that operation, and you learn through a mentorship, which is a very nice way to learn as well. Unless you're that person. I think going to YouTube and doing tutorials and stuff like it's not going to give you really the tools. Right. It's going to give you part of the tools. You have no criteria at that point to 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 know if those tools are correct or there's a lot of manias. Right. And 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 vicious. So schooling is important, but schooling is only going to give you a little part of it. Yes. Not not they are the whole thing. And as you say, uh, it is important to develop this stuff. Man, the networking Ooh. for me. I'm I'm very outgoing, so for me, networking comes kind of natural, like like for you. Mm -hmm. um, but I can see people struggling. I can see yeah. people that they just we. I remember we we used to have this uh, thing. I think we're called in the mix. Yeah, I remember the Grammy, it. The Grammys used to organize yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if if they don't want to invite me no more. But I'm not getting those emails anymore. But oh. I don't know if that even exists. Uh, but they they were calling the mix and it was on Thursdays or Tuesdays. I don't remember. And, and I went to a couple of them and you could see people like approaching each other mm -hmm. for some, it was very natural for some others. It was very weird, awkward. Mm -hmm. And, and it is an issue because there's a lot of really good people with a lot of awkwardness, like yeah. social Uh, social awkwardness, awkwardness. And, yeah. and it's something that happens and it's uh, listen and it's not something bad it's, it's just it happens like yeah some people uh by the way like we are all awkward in a way yeah uh and and to to dedicate our lives doing music uh, you have to be a little bit crazy or weird or or different yeah um awkwardness awkwardness comes with that mm -hmm. with that territory so everybody's a little bit awkward But there's some people that are really like awkward. They're very, they're introverts. And even though you would, you would think, oh, well, this dude is an artist. Like he goes on stage all dressed up and, and he has this super explosive personality on stage. And then you meet them and they're very, they, they struggle communicating. Yeah. And nobody, nobody talks to you, not even in school about that. It's like, it's what you say. Yeah, it's important to do networking. And then you do your project in networking and a plan like, okay, this is, these are my 10 people that I'm going to, uh, I'm going to be, uh, how do you say this? Like, uh, I'm going to be contacting and those 10 are going to contact another 10 and I'm going to have right. a huge person. Bro, and that doesn't, it really doesn't work like that. You have to put yourself into a very uncomfortable situation to crack that awkwardness and, or use it as an advantage mm -hmm. because your awkwardness could be something very interesting that could bring people come to you instead of just you having to go there and, and being seem weird, like, Oh, this weirdo, what does he want? I mean, uh, I, I don't know, man. We have I, to embrace our awkwardness. Yeah. I can relate to that a lot because at first I couldn't talk to people because I didn't have anything to talk about. And I'm very awkward. I'm very into myself. But if you get me a couple of drinks with me, oh, man, I'll be talking to everybody <laughs> their ears off. And my, I'm meeting my favorite, my favorite artist in the whole world that I admire. I look up to even to this day. 
met them so many times in the same year that at the first time I, I was very nervous and I was kind of awkward and I had to get a, a few, you know, drinks so I can actually talk to the guy. And he was so cool about it. And then afterwards, when I met him a couple of times at other parties, I was like, hey, I remember you. You're you you were that day on that at that festival. You were kind of nervous shitting your pants or something like that. I'm like, yeah, I remember. That was when I was it was one of those days that I was nervous talking to you. It's like, oh well, you're talking to me now. It's like, yeah, man, because I overcome that fear, you know? Like, and then we just get it over and and sometimes it works, you know? Sometimes it works. You just have to be confident about it and acknowledge that like, yeah, I know I'm, I'm, I'm weird. I'm awkward. I, I get it. Like, you know, I'm trying to learn when they see that true nature of yourself, you know, they, they appreciate it more because they're not treating you as a fan. They're treating you as a human being and they see you as being as a human being. And then that's how they, you know, they can connect some of this stuff. Another thing that I always tell people is like, if you're going to talk to some people, if you're going to do business is like, don't, don't go over there, like I said earlier, guns blazing, you know, go raw and just like, hey, here's my business tag. Here's how we're going to make stacks. Like, no, no, no. Hold on. Hold your horses, bro. <laughs> this is look, 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 look. You want to do negotiation with someone? Bring something to the table that they may be interested about yeah. that they can work with you. So let's say that, all right, you're a producer and he's a producer. All right. He can do the same things that you can do. Like, what can you bring to the table? You can tell and say, hey, I, I love your music or not. Like, if you ever come over to uh, to my city, if you're ever going to perform, let me help. Let me give you like a, a lift, a tour to, to the city and guide you to to the show. Let me be your chauffeur. You know, oh, all free. Or let me, hey, I hear that you're looking for some vocal samples. Let me, here's a bunch of vocal samples on a zip file that has like over a hundred of them. Use them as, as you fit, as you see fit for free. You know, it's right there. Offer them something that they may be interested and they will be inclined to hit you up back and say like, hey, I, lo I love that you do that, man. Hey, I appreciate that. Yeah. And I say that because that's exactly how I got into some of these labels. I offered them my service uh, to do some vocal sampling. It's like, hey, I, I did this. I have like over 200 vocal samples I did of shouts and pre-vocal drops and stuff like that. And with effects and whatnot. Here, that's it. I, I didn't ask any fan else that they're like, oh, fan, appreciate it. Like, are you are you a producer? It's like, yeah, I do dubstep, this and that. It's like, oh, you're releasing anything? Well, here's my music. Boom. Yeah, so the samples open the door. Um, it, it And also, you talk about the samples and the whole thing. And, and I think a way to open that door is through collaboration as well. Mm. Like, like, cause you're talking about giving something out without the expectancy, the expectation, right? Expectation of yeah. getting something returned like immediately. Yeah. Right? right. Like you, you gave away your samples without the expectation of being paid. Yeah. For right? exactly. Um, but when you do that type of stuff and I'm, and I'm not being, you have to be like, um, Machiavelli, no, you, right, like, right. You, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, saying that you have to be all like this calculator and see what a relationship can give you and all that. You have to put your human mm -hmm. hearts to stuff. Like you have to do this because you feel it right. You feel it correct. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes we collaborate with people and just for the sake of, of man, like bro, there's, there's, there's an artist 
which by the way has your same last name, uh, legal last name. Uh, really, pagan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian, Christian Pagan from Puerto Rico. Like we 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 do a lot of things with Christian and with Christian is this case that bro, like we're not expecting anything mm. in return. Like we're just doing this because we feel that with him, we can do art and he feels the same way. Now, this stuff that we have done together, it has been very positive. Like he has brought other stuff, probably even bigger than if we, if we were going to charge him or if he was going to charge us for a feature. Right. We, and we've been doing these beautiful pieces of music that they're soon to be released. That's uh, great to hear. Let's go. Hopefully, hopefully this is, this is going to be released uh, early next year. Uh, but we've been doing amazing stuff and that stuff has opened the doors mm. to other projects without us intending that. Like we just wanted to do art. We just wanted to make music. Right. We just wanted to offer something to his project and he wanted to offer something to our project. And, and that was it. And so that happens that other people have listened to that stuff and they go like, Hey, I want that. Hey, I want that. Hey, I want that. Y eso como que open the door for all the stuff. Right. So que siempre, even if you're not calculating to get something in return, if the things are done with a good vibe right. and, and, and the things have the, the quality that they need to have, yes. they're going to open the door. Yes. So all you need to do is put yourself out there. Uh, keep releasing. Like if you're an artist, bro, like try to release music. There's a case mm. right now of a, of a, Uh, an artist that I really I'm I'm really following her because I, I really think she she has something by TV and bro she's releasing music I would say almost every week wow like a new freaking song bro and and she started getting traction and now she's like in the cover of some playlists that are important and and it's because she has been doing this consistently so right You say, you, you say, okay, I, I gave this to uh, these record labels, this vocal sample stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you only gave that and then you just disappear and you do nothing else, that's not going to bring anything to you. No, and even of course, if you bring yeah. something, you will not be able to build something solid because you haven't been working. You're just expecting that that thing is yeah. going to bring something. And, and what if it never brings anything? Exactly. So you you got to keep working on stuff. So you send them the tracks, you call them. Maybe on a birthday, whatever you, Hey, happy birthday. Yeah. Or maybe you, you listen to one of those samples being used on a release. And then you go like, Hey bro, I, I saw you use the sample thing, bro. I'm so glad you use it. Not uh, to, not to charge them money or to ask for money. Uh, just give just, them the just shout to, out. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, like, oh, thank you. I'm happy that you use it. Yeah. Uh, that type of stuff. Keep, keep putting yourself out there. And things will happen for Cons sure. Man. Absolutely. Consistency happen. is key to this, yeah. you know, like, yeah. hey, like I can I can tell I can preach you about that stuff right now. You know, my podcast, I started this last year. This is going to be episode 81 or 82 around there, you know, and it's not the same thing as uh, as I as when I started making music that I started to get more attraction, more more plays, more views and all that. This is much a different monster to deal with. But I've been consistent about it and every week is one mm. new episode, like brand new episode, brand new topic. That's my motto. 
every week, nonstop. You know, I cannot skip one Friday without releasing an episode. Even if I don't have anybody to interview, I, I'll do the episode by myself. And I do like, when I record by myself, I record like three different episodes all in one day. And I can just divide it in three different days, you know? That's how I do it, consistency. And because of that consistency, I started out with um with zero followers to 130 followers right wow. now on YouTube. On YouTube. And YouTube That's is hard. and YouTube is hard. YouTube is yeah. hard. So and I There's agree. too much noise. Oh yeah. There's too much noise. Yeah. That's the issue. Like to cut through all that noise is very difficult. So you have to offer really good content, which I'm pretty sure you're doing. And uh and and man, you know numbers are important. Mm-hmm. But what's really more important than the numbers is that not those numbers actually mean something mm-hmm. through your through your project. Because I I can have a million followers and you have 130, right? Yeah. But if those 130 are really following you, they might worth more than my million that I bought with stupid shit. Right. I agree. Because those that million might not bring the results that you will let's say we go on the road mm-hmm. and wh- where's my million like so- suddenly you will realize that all those followers were made out of air mm. but those 130 like you go on the road and those 130 bro when you go to the city that those people are they're gonna bring their friends they're gonna bring some other people to see yes. you you know and and exactly. and that's when those 130 followers are worth more than a million. Maybe the brands don't see it that way, but as far as like building your career as a as, podcaster, as a musician, as a singer, bro, I think that's that's that is is fundamental. Like you agree. build a solid fan base that they they they're loyal to your project mm-hmm. and not loyal to whatever weird shit you had to do to to buy their their likes or their follows exactly and and that's something that lately and this is not a criticism because yeah. like like I, I i actually posted something the other day in my stories in instagram to my 130 followers uh <laughs> that it was something like hey don't look don't look to the sides bro like people yes i remember that post yeah make, you gotta you gotta look for you gotta look to the the finish line you 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 cannot worry about who's on the side exactly um and that's the mentality that i have and 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 what really worries me nowadays is that the issue with music is that oh it's all brand based all social media based and 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 you see a lot of people like just just go right now and 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 take visit the the igs of 10 musicians and check out which one really has musician content in it mm-hmm. like singing content and everything yes. everybody's like oh I'm, I'm eating this this pie uh i'm doing this thing in the in the gym i'm doing that stuff and, they, and at the end there's no music in the yeah. channel and then you go and 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 what's funny what's funny about it is that this is not the ricky martins this is not the malumas or the ed sheerans or mm-hmm. i'm talking about people that want to make it in this industry as singers and they have no not even one post singing singing yeah in their social media it's all like 
doing some other shit, doing like dancing to some other people's music in, in TikTok through their, yeah, you know, flashing stuff, you know, like here stuff. and there, like, look at my Gucci belt, my shirt, look yeah. at my this, look, I'm and, drinking, you know, vodka, Ciroc is all we do. And the money and the whole thing. Yeah. And then you go like, bro, like, but where's your music? Like, where's your, where can I listen to your music? And, and what makes it even funnier is that then you see the stories that they post and they go like, oh, this industry is, is a mess. It's like, dude, like you're, you're not part of the industry because you don't want to be part of the industry. Exactly. So, and you're criticizing an industry that is huge mm -hmm. and you're not part of it. So, so don't criticize the industry. You're not part of it because you, do, you obviously don't want to be part of it. You want to be famous. You want to be in entertainment. There's nothing wrong about that. But then don't talk about the music industry because you post 10,000 videos in TikTok and, and have uh, a million followers and no label wants a deal with you. And you go like, but what's happening? The music industry is all, is all bad. Dude, is that you don't belong to the music industry. You belong to the entertainment industry. Yes. So be sincere with yourself and then just like, don't, don't put singer in your, in your description. You're an entertainer. You're some, something else. Yeah. Content creator. Like there's some other ways to call yourself. Like don't, don't call yourself a singer. Like don't think that you're a singer just because you say it. And then you don't have music out. You don't put music out. All your posts are about you walking your dogs in the park, bro. Like that's beautiful. Maybe people want to know about that. But then don't criticize the music industry and then you're cool. You know? Yeah, where's the talent, you know? And it all goes back to, no, they, there's some people who are super talented, bro, like super talented doing that. But but it's it's the thing that you were saying about consistency. Like if you want to be a singer, bro, that, sh that IG should be full with photos and yeah. videos of you singing. You're doing And you showcasing yeah. your talent, showcasing yeah. your, your music. Instead of you dancing to La Canción del Perrito in TikTok, whoever yeah, did the, it. Did it the Baby Shark crap, the Drake, Bro, baby the, shark. Drake the Drake song like Kiki, you know, like. Bro, yeah. there's, there's nothing bad about it. It's just like that cannot be your main stuff. Like if you do it as a part of your stuff, but put your music out there, man. What's wrong with having your music in your IG? That's like, like the biggest problem in which I poke a hole in, in about this. And like, I, I tell it like it is <laughs> lately, like uh, as a whole. And I'm saying this to every label out there, but the some of the majority of these labels, they rather see clout views than talent because they want some of that traffic into their spot, you know? And I put that disclaimer. I'm not saying every label. I'm saying some of them. There's a lot of them. A few of them, they actually do seek talent and they do want to hear that talent. And if and if your music is good, it's good. If the quality is there, it's right there for them and their standards, like go for it. You know, like just go full throat of it. However, if your music is, is okay, but you have a lot of attraction, some of these labels, they rather see that attraction because like, hey, He's getting like 20, 20, 20,000 views on his IG shit. Like, how can we get some of those 20,000 views just to ours? And that's when the when they come along, it's like, do you do music? Is it okay? Is it okay? Uh, we can release something like that. All right, come, come over here. You know, just tell everybody to follow us and follow your music on our label and stuff like well, that. Can you blame them? Which because one? Who, who, who am I? To blame. Who am I to blame? If that's the business uh, aspect of it, all right, fine. 
then project that this that's the business that you guys are looking for. But don't tell me that you're you're looking for talent if you're just looking for traffic to fill up your your views. You know, I mean, it's 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 a difficult topic because yeah. you I mean, and, and I'm not going to mention anybody, but historically before the social media phenomenon, mm -hmm. you would always see artists that they might not be the most talented singers. They might mm. not be the most talented, talented uh, dancers. They might not be the most talented musicians. But if you put uh, all of those things together, they might be a really good entertainer. And record labels, ultimately, their goal is to make money. Yeah. And you need an audience for that. Yeah. Before it was selling records right yeah um and and now it's just like sh shooting a bunch of products and stuff to an audience right um through many multiple type of deals and and you need that market and unfortunately well for fortunately and unfortunately uh unfortunately for some i think fortunately for everybody like i i i'm really glad that finally the music business changed mm. and we went from a, a record sale industry to a music industry mm. in in the sense that and i'm going to do a parenthesis here in the conversation right, but right. in the past and this is the issue with music and why and that's why it's so difficult to make money out of it and this is something we need to understand and once we understand it we're gonna go like oh shit and now that might help you do music with your music is that is the fact that we always as an industry told the public that the value was in the medium that contained the music. Right. Okay. Like when you went to a record store and you bought a record, you were like, Oh, I'm buying a record. Like I'm yes. buying a physical a CD, thing. That I can a vinyl. Yes. Yeah, something that I can listen to. That I can touch, that Basically, I can play, yes. that I can read the little booklet. So it was mm -hmm. something physical that you were buying. You were under the impression that you were buying that. What you were buying really was a license to listen what was incorporated into that thing. Oh. You were not buying a record, bro. Like you were licensing. Interesting. Music, which is a, a, an ethereal concept, is something that's not physical. Mm. The medium in which the music was stamped or, 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 or fixated, it is a physical thing. But you really were buying a license to listen to music. But we never explained that that way. Right. So what happened was this. When the whole Napster era, yeah. issue came, the Napster era, which, by the way, I was pro-Napster always. Um, which is weird because I, I don't know. I don't know if you, if you know this, I never say this, but I'm an attorney. Like I went to law school and I studied this whole thing. And when oh. I was, when I was in law school in Chicago, I, I was actually like the whole Napster thing was happening. And I was, uh, I was having a class actually on, um, on intellectual property. And we were discussing these topics because the whole Napster case was, was happening. Uh, it was 98, 99. And, and, uh, and I remember the only person in that freaking class that was defending what they were doing, it was me because it's really against copyright and, and against the licenses. Mm. But in reality, it was a technology that if you actually use it in a good way, you could have benefited the music 
industry way, way more. The only thing is like we attack it immediately because we didn't know and, and all the record labels were scared and the sales starting to go down. Right. But what we didn't realize was the sales started to go down because the public's perception was the music didn't cost shit. Mm-hmm. Music was free. Mm-hmm. Now that I don't have to pay for a physical thing, why do I have to pay for the music? If I can get it through an MP3 online, because before it was a piece of vinyl with some booklets and stuff that I was buying. And, and for the public, that's what had the value in reality. The value was in the music, not in the freaking vinyl, the vinyl cost shit next to the music, but the public didn't perceive it that way because we never explained it that way. So that whole culture about like sales. Mm-hmm. album sales and vinyl sales and record sales and CD sales is actually what destroyed the music industry. It wasn't, it wasn't Napster. It wasn't LimeWire. It wasn't, it wasn't a peer to peer. It was the fact that we were giving more value to the physical container that, that, that had the music in it than to the music, which the value was the mu- in the music, not in the vinyl. So it was too late when, when they started realizing that, oh shit, it's, it's, it's the music what's valuable. It's not the vinyl. But now people were with that concept in their minds that why do I have to pay for music? I'm not buying a vinyl. I'm just getting the music. Yeah. Music is air. Yeah, bro, music is air, but it took a million dollars to produce that freaking song. Yeah. And that artist has to eat, that engineer has to put bread on the that table. Produce, that musician yeah. has to put bread on the table. Yeah. No, everybody, everybody so, who worked on it has to eat it in the table. Like they need to have some sort of a piece of it because if not, then all their time and effort was were for nothing. For nothing. So when people started realizing, oh shit, the value is in the music. Mm-hmm. The value is not in the, in the in the vinyl. And when you realize that, then the music industry takes like a completely different value, and you start seeing that your work as a musician is important. It's really important. No matter if your music is going to end up in a, in a, in a vinyl, no matter if your music is going to end up in a CD right. or a pen drive or a flash drive or in Spotify or whatever. Like this is a music industry. It's the music what moves the industry. So the whole thing about the sales, the culture of the sales and all that stuff, actually like it was, it was, it was a, a bad thing because we were selling something physical when it was really not a physical thing. And now with my ADHD, I don't know how to come back to that thing that I said at the beginning, because this was a parenthesis, very long parenthesis, right. a topic that we were discussing before. Um, and I, I music no labels. To- we were talking about music labels or how we believe that, you know, part of the business is now that music. Oh, now you remember? No, oh, but, okay. the, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the label thing, the, the bro, like, I think the labels are needed. We need the record labels. I, 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 I'm, I'm a firm believer that mm-hmm. if the record label was able to refocus, was able to reaccommodate their structure, if the record label was able to redesign its business to better serve the artists and to better serve the audience, that record label is needed. And, and I'm talking about record labels, not like the old school record labels, um, that they were probably going to develop artists. And, and, and this is a, a huge misconception about, especially from like newer artists that, mm. Oh, but I'm just waiting to be discovered by somebody. And that yeah, somebody, that when somebody work. discovers me, they're going to, um, yeah. develop me, bro. That that's not going to happen. Yeah, if you don't have it. You don't have it. And if I'm a regular label, I want to see you having it. 
And the way to see you having it is put music out, behave like an artist, like communicate like an artist, be a freaking artist, be exactly. true to yourself. And that's going to generate some traction. And that's when I'm going to be interested. And now record labels, instead of being developers, I think record labels nowadays are more of a publishers, boosted. you know, they're yeah. record labels are now more of a, do you have the talent? Do you have the whole package? All right, we'll put it out there. So now our viewers can listen to your stuff and they could come over to yeah, booster booster. Yeah, they should be booster. They should be a booster. It's like, it's like a platform, like yeah. to launch you. Yeah, that's it. To an audience that you will not reach if you have, if you don't have that launch. Exactly. Pero you have to have that audience like that. You have to have certain amount of audience. You have to have mm -hmm. a product. It's like we work with sign artists and we work with a lot of unsigned artists. Working with sign artists is pretty easy uh, because you have a structure right there. Like everything that you do um, falls under structure. Working with independent artists is more difficult because that mm. structure is not there. Um, there's a lot of, even though like people say, oh, the label, regular labels, it's a pain to work with them and the whole thing. It's, it's two different worlds. There's no one is better than the other one. They're just different. Regular labels, they have their, their stuff organized. And even though things like take forever to happen, right. like you can be producing a song today and sending it. Yeah. Yeah. We want it. This artist is going to sing it. That song probably will never be released. Or if you're lucky, it will be released in eight months. And you go like, bro, like you've been holding up like on that song for eight months or two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked, I worked uh, in a song, bro. I worked in a song uh, as an engineer for a major artist. That song was picked for that, for that major artist project. Then it was, it didn't make the cut oh, for her shit. album. Oh, but listen, eight years passed by eight uh, years and he was picked by another major artist and he was released under, under that other major artist's album. I'm not going to say names to, to no, but, no. but it, yeah, took, yeah. it took eight years, bro, for that song to be released. That's insane. It is insane. And this is, is it big record label, big record labels. So yes, there are some pros and cons, right. but the issue with the independent artists mm -hmm. is that they're looking for somebody to discover them when, uh, when they should be the ones proactively right. working. Right. To have their audience discover them, not a record label. You don't want a record label. You don't want to be discovered by a record yeah. label. You want to be discovered by your freaking audience, bro. You want to be discovered by people that you know they will like your music, not a record label. Don't work for with that mentality. Work with the mentality yeah. that you want to appeal to a, to an audience. That's you want awesome. to appeal to some people and, and the independent artists, especially when they come here at first and we start talking and we talk about a bunch of things they all tell you the same thing no i'm just waiting for or for or, oh they say they say a producer because they don't know any, any anything best like I, i'm waiting for a producer to discover me it's like yo yo, yo. Yeah. producer's not gonna put money into you yeah it doesn't work you, like that you're waiting for a different thing the producer if anything wants money out of your project mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly so, yeah exactly so, uh, yeah bro it's a reality yeah and, and it's and it's Good thing that you mentioned something very important about that because it's it's never been talked about about these independent artists. Like a lot of these people, they see it like that. I could be a I could be one of those people that I used to think like that. That said, like I'm just waiting for a label to discover me or not. But if I didn't just go, if I just 
release my music and wait for one of them pop out, nothing's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I had to actually go out, network and talk to artists, talk to producers, talk to A&Rs and talk about my product and show them it's like, hey, this is what I do. This is what I do. And then that's how I be able to get some of these labels releases, you know? Yeah. But it wasn't just like I'm waiting for it. And throughout that road, I learned that shit. Like, I see that I, I waste so much time and so much effort and energy. I'm waiting for for one of my sons to give it to these labels. I'm hoping for one of these labels to have it. When I could have just released that from the get-go yeah. and have that consistency. Have Let's say an, I'll release a song every month. Every month is going to be a one top quality song every month and have that consistent every month and maybe I'll release two per month and so and so on until people are starting to like holy shit like this guy is actually releasing music every month and like every month it's a new a new song holy crap and it's and they like it and they like it yeah and by doing that you're creating that traffic and that's how people start talking until one of those talks will get to the ears to a producer to an artist and they'll be like yo that song is fire. Yo, who's this guy? Like, whoa, look how, look at this. Look at his catalog. Look at this. And then the artist starts to play it. They fuck with it. The NRs are going to ask questions. It's like, is that your song? It's like, nah, man, this guy make this song, bro. Yeah. And that's how you get to do it. You know, it's very wild that, you know, like not many people think like that. They always hope that, you know, I want the, the, the superstar dream you know now am i gonna get discovering and it's gonna do everything and everything's gonna make sense i'm gonna make the millions but but but, but okay you're gonna be discovered and who am i gonna sell that exactly who, who am i gonna sell you to exactly. if you don't have that fan base exactly and 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 it is this is not these times that we're living are so fast-paced so fast-paced that I have no time to develop you like a regular, like I'm thinking like a regular labor right now, bro. I have no time to develop you. I don't have a budget to develop you because I have to put my budget now in promotion and promotion nowadays is way more expensive than it was in the past because I have to cut through so much noise that I have to really invest a huge amount of money in your music. So it cuts through the thing. So when you come to me with nothing, I'm going to tell you, yeah, bro, like you're really good, but I'm not, I cannot sell you. So help yourself go back, build an audience. And that's why I'm, I'm telling you, like, this is a conversation we have all the time. Like this week we had it with two people, bro. You have to, yeah. You want to be discovered by a label. Yeah. Okay. That's wrong. You want to be discovered by an audience. You want to be discovered by your fans. Exactly. The people go and you put your music out there, bro. Exactly. Like, look at that perfect example. Russ, you heard of the hip hop artist, um, rapper Russ. That guy, that guy, basically he was an, he he says he still is. He still is an independent artist, but he started out on SoundCloud. He was no, he was started as one of those SoundCloud rappers, you know, back when it started. But here's the thing. He made beats. He released those beats every week. Every week, he released beats. And then he started to like to start rapping on those beats. Every week. Every week, he released his song. Every week. And people were like trying to get to him, like saying like, yo, I want you, I want you. But obviously, the the label wants you and your whole package. And he was like, nah, nah, I'm good. Because I already got my audience. I already got my people. These people are following me. These people are going to, wherever I'm going to perform, they're going to be there. 
I don't really need your help. And the reason why is because he found the formula. He found the formula. He found the people that he needs to talk to for them to release his music. And then he make, he took off. He took yeah. off a main minutes. And he still is to this day an independent artist. He never actually looked up for like, I want our label to look at me like, no, I'm not waiting for a label to come over here. No, I'm going to do this with or without a label's help. And I'm, I'm just going to keep doing. And he kept doing, kept doing yeah. every, every week, new song. And obviously, since the, the beats were fire, people start talking. And like you said, it becomes a wildfire at, at one point. Everybody's talking about him. Everybody like no, that. Look, and I, it's, I remember, I remember Macklemore. Macklemore was another that. one. Yeah. Like that. Like he independently made it to the Grammys and won. <laughs> with no label behind and and bro well it was Macklemore and Ryan Lewis but but that bro like they were rejected by so many labels and they and they said you know what we're gonna do our shit and they put together a beautiful album with also like a, a physical beautiful album with a great design and the whole thing and uh and they ended up winning the Grammys that year um being an independent artist So it's, it is possible. It is perfectly possible. You just have to focus on what's important, which is the music. Right. What's important is the music. What's important is not because, because like, see it this way. If you're more, if you're concentrated, if you're, you're putting all your resources in terms of energy and time into building an audience using TikTok and you dancing to other people's music, they're interested in watching you dance to other people's music. They're not interested in your music. Mm. Okay, so you should be releasing your music and from time to time, it is okay to dance to other people's music. But bro, like people like if you build an audience based on you uh, cooking cakes and you're a singer that people only wants to see you cooking cakes. They don't yes. want they, they have no business with your music. So you have to put your energy, your time and and all your 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 powers Yeah, into your, your music everything man, oh, man. Yeah, okay. it's, it, it is important the whole thing about the followers is important but as it is important as long as those followers are following you for your music not for not because you're a pretty face doing a pretty dance in 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 tiktok bro uh, it's like if if your music <laughs> is great and people fuck with your music then keep showing it keep yeah. sending that just show the world your talent Yeah. Don't don't give don't sidetrack them and make a, a a fool out of yourself. Like, no, it's okay to do that once in a while, like you said, but keep them keep your eye on the prize. Like, and I like the quote that you posted the other day that we talked about it earlier today. I'm like, don't look sideways, like keep moving forward. My my way is like I'm a shark. Shark swing forward, not backwards, not sideways. Yeah. They, they always swing forward all the time, all the time. Keep moving forward. That's the best way you can do it, man. And yeah. just put yourself out there. Like, how many times have I ever interviewed big, successful artists out there? Or not just, hold on, hold on. Let me rephrase that. Big artists, producers, YouTubers, cosplayers who are well-known, filmmakers. I talked to these guys and all of them said the same thing. Put your stuff out there. Yeah. Get your stuff out there. Like, and it's the only way for you to get discovered. 
But no. I mean, that's it's the only way for you to actually like see people like, oh my god, this guy's talented. I I fuck with this guy. I want to want to see him go. And you know something, put it out there even though it's not perfect. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're waiting for the moment that that song is perfect, oh, then no, we will never it. release it. Yeah, that yeah. song's not going to be perfect ever. You have to abandon yeah. the song and then just release it. Mm -hmm. It has to be perfect. Like your analysis of what is a perfect production has to be made, taking into consideration that you give your best mm -hmm. at that time. That was that what was that the best thing you could do at that time? And if your answers are yes, you should release that, bro. Mm -hmm. Because if you keep going back now, like to, if I, if, if I had to go back a production that I did a month ago, I'm going to review it. I'm, I'm going to change some shit. Yeah. It, it never fails. It never yeah. fails. Bro, even though I consider at that time that, bro, this is perfect. If I listen to it right now, you'll a change month, something. you'll change bro, something. I'm going to change something. Yeah. So imagine that, okay, I put it out, I put it there and I'm going to say, I'm going to release it in two months. And then before I, before I'm, I'm about to submit it for release, I review it again. I go like, oh shit, I should change this thing. Okay. So let me just sleep on it a little bit more. And then bro, it becomes an infinite project. So and all your life can go in a song mm -hmm. like that's, oh yeah, it's the perfect song. Yeah. But it took you 70 years to do and now you're dead. So, bro, it's it's like release your stuff, release your stuff. If it's good quality, if it's well done, if it's the best you could do at the time with the resources and knowledge you have, release the fucking song. I agree. It's, bro, it's there's no other way. There's no other way. Perfection gets in the way of completion. Uh, a lot of people say that, and I, I think agree. it is a it is a really good uh, phrase. And I I I think and obviously. Coño, I also sin of, 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 of that thing. Like sometimes you go like, Oh no, let's, let's review this stuff. And at some point you go like, no, 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 no. It's up. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Bro. Yeah. Because you're going to get sick, bro. You're going to get sick. He no had released nunca that thing. That's why, that's why I had to do with my sons. I just started bruising this year. Like I said, like, dude, is the year I have to release one of the songs. If I don't do it, then it will never happen. Like, It will always gonna be shoved it inside the drawer and never to be open, never to release. Like I need to put out something. Same thing with the podcast. Like if you look at my podcast from the beginning, I didn't have a webcam before. I didn't have a camera. It was just me and my audio projecting. I didn't have this uh, microphone. I had a, uh, a audio technica it 2020. You know, it was it, it's not the best one, but it's not bad either. It was just so so. Yeah. But it, uh, it, but you can see. From the beginning of my podcast, how I started all the way to how I grew at it. You, there was no, there was never a perfect episode. Every episode, I keep improving myself. I keep no. upgrading myself. I investing. Like that's how it works. Like unless if I don't, if not, I would have, I would have this mentality. Like this is how my podcast should have should have looked like from the first episode. Then I would have never released all the other 80 episodes that I've already released. No lo hubieras tenido listo tampoco. Yeah. To get to that point, it's like, it's like, bro, it's like this place. Like, this is our, our, our temple right here. Like mm -hmm. this, I'm, I'm in my studio, um, that took years and years to put together. And it, and, and we still have to do shit to it. Right. We still have to, o sea, pero, bro, like, nosotros empezamos with very few things. Mm. And we've been incorporating stuff to it. 
y incluso like with our laptops and our personal computers y toda la cosa y, y ah, los instrumentos y lo, 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 lo que puedes ver ahí y tal. If we waited, if we have waited to have what we have now to open the studio and to start producing stuff, bro, we, we would have never had this. O sea, no, no, nunca hubiéramos tenido nada, bro. Bro, I was, I was talking to, to, um, to a student today uh, y él me estaba preguntando que cómo, cómo empecé yo a producir. Like, how was my process to, to, to start producing? Like, right. at what point I knew that I wanted to produce and not, and not do something else. Y, y bro, lo, o sea, circumstances happen. Y I said, yes, bro. And was I prepared to produce that album? I wasn't. I was, I was not prepared. And I... But at that time, I was prepared with certain amount of knowledge, mm -hmm. with certain amount of experience. Um, y, y tenía ideas, ¿entiendes? Y tenía ideas y I was committed to, do, right. to make it work. Entonces, yo no estaba preparado musicalmente. So what did I do? Well, I hired an amazing musical director. No estaba preparado. So, bro, if you, o sea, si yo hubiera esperado para tener el conocimiento que yo tengo hoy, para producir ese álbum hace 20 años atrás. Right. A, a, no lo hubiera hecho, bro. Yo hubiera dicho que no. Es como todo, bro. Like your work at, at UM. Al, brother, uno nunca está preparado para el trabajo que le dan. Like never. That's, no. that's the reality. Like, yeah, and, yeah. and you realize that when you get to the... Es como, bro, like we were talking about that. Okay. Te graduaste de SI. Beautiful. Like amazing. They give you, they give you the tools. Vas, haces tu internship, bla, bla, bla. La primera sesión. Primera sesión con Big Artist. And they go like, hey, I need you to patch this thing, to patch that thing, and to print the stamps at the end. And you go, you're going to go like, what? What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Claro, probablemente no vas a preguntar eso because so, you don't want right. to look bad at that point. So you're not going to ask. Maybe you Google like, what is a stem? Bro, and, and, and you're, we're, not, we're never prepared for any, any job. We do have the knowledge yeah. to, to survive and to survive in a very nice way to make the best possible work at that moment. Pero siempre sale algo, bro. Like, cada sesión, like, I have a session just after this conversation and I have, I mean, yeah, you do your pre-production, like, you know what's going to happen, like, you, I know I'm going to be recording vocals. The artist is actually landing uh, right now. So I don't know if the artist is coming tired or, but they're, they're coming from the airport straight to the, to the, to the studio. So they might be tired. I, I have no idea what am I, uh, am I going to encounter Right. So a lo mejor es algo que a mí no me ha pasado nunca, bro. pero por lo menos uno está, tiene las herramientas, ¿entiendes? Right. Those tools. Ahora, yo estoy preparado para la sesión. I don't know. I will know when, when the session happens. And, that, and that's something that many people need to learn about that stuff. Like you, you should always be ready to go when, yeah. or be prepared for anything. Even always prepare for the worst, even so. Because that's how I, especially in my, in my line of duty as a life sound engineer, like every minute, oh. Like what happens is like a microphone goes out. Like you need to have a microphone ready to go. That's it. Because Bro, you, need to keep the, you need to keep the show going. You Mira. always need to be prepared for everything. If not. Mira, I have such a respect for you guys. Like, like everybody that work live music for me is a freaking hero, bro. Like yeah. I, I don't have the nerves to do it. It gives me freaking anxiety attacks. O sea, the whole, like, you guys are incredible. Like, the, 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 the way you approach the works. And, and I say this to all my friends are, like, front of the house 
or, or monitor engineers or even like the venue engineer or they do AV or whatever. Pero cualquier cosa que sea en vivo, it, it, it's crazy amazing. Y es, y es lo que tú dices. O sea, imagínate tú que yo digo eso, que mi trabajo es en estudio. Like, at least we have a certain amount of time to solve this stuff. Right. I don't have an audience right here. Right. I, I mean, my audience is the artist and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. they have to be uh, right. or a record label or something. So who, whoever. No. Pero, bro, like, I, I, man, I'm not, I'm not live. I'm not live. It's like a, I, I might take five minutes to solve an issue with a mic. Mm hmm. Bro, five minutes in a show is a freaking song. No, yeah. Five minutes in a show, like, like, no, you're done. Like, you're done. Yeah. O sea, por eso, bro. Like, like, I think we are prepared, but we're never prepared at the same yeah. time. Like, we, we're in this constant limbo all the time. We, we plan for stuff to happen, yeah. but suddenly something on plan happens. It, it always does. It never fails. There's no such thing as a perfect show. There's always going to be like at least one. It could be the tiniest little uh, flaw or it could be the biggest flaw that just happened. Mira, it, it, it's funny because there was one time I was I was working in this big studio. I was doing the stems for uh, actually like the soundtrack of a movie. Right. The music, the music soundtrack of a movie yeah. uh, that I had the opportunity to work with. Y yo estaba haciendo los stems uh, for the mixing. I did make Congratulations. Ah, congratulations on that. Thank you, bro. I, I was, I was, I was assisting the mixing engineer and he was doing this stuff because I was the engineer, the studio engineer. Yeah, bro. And out of nowhere, a person was, is actually the studio manager and he, bro, like he has been in this business for years and he's a very, like he respects everybody's work. Like he's very demanding and, and he respects everybody's work. Uh, like he doesn't get into nobody's like work in the studio. None of that. That day, I don't know. Like he, his, his mind was somewhere else. Mm. So he came to the studio and I was almost done with printing the stamps, which, um, it was a hybrid thing. So we, there was things in the box and there was a lot of outboard gear, like right. that had to be printed. Bro, he came and we started talking and well, the stamps were going well. And at some point he went like, oh, and he pushed a button out of nowhere, bro. And he pushed the button and he turned off a full rack of gear. Oh, no. In the middle of the stem thing. No. And at that moment, but he pushed it, bro, for no reason. Until this day, if I talk to him, I always remember that, 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 that thing. And I tell him and he laughs and he, he still apologizes, bro. Because I had to redo the whole thing. Oh, shit. But the thing is. Bro, I was never prepared for that to happen. I was never prepared for that to happen. And that, and that's something that, okay, you prepare for several things, but then something comes in and he knows that he shouldn't have done that. And he, till this day, he doesn't know why he did it. Like he was, it, o sea, pasó, brother. Like it yeah. was something that the freaking universe pushed this guy to put one <laughs> finger on that power button and Some unpower the whole rack, bro. In the moment that the speakers went like, boom. Oh, no, no. That's he looked at me and he said, oh, shit, bro. And he like he started like, bro, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't. And he, I'm, we're talking with the studio manager. And oh, I'm so sorry. I, I have no idea why I did this. It's like, bro, 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 chill. We're going to solve this stuff. I just got to start from the beginning of the song. Oh. I'll just bring the stamps again. Don't worry about it. And the guy was like, oh, my God, man. Like, I'm so sorry. So anything can happen. Yeah. 
But anything can freaking happen. Anything. You have to be prepared. Like sometimes you're recording, you're recording an artist and then you tell them, hey, uh, that was a good take, but can we do another one? I, I'm pretty sure you can make it, you can make a better take. Right. Um, you got it in you. Come on. And, and then they start crying and then you go like, is everything okay? And then they go like, no, I'm, I'd be having the worst day of my life. And then you have to like, how, how can you, like school doesn't prepare you for that. Yeah, no. So then you have to you have to be a friend, uh, 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 a significant other, a psychiatrist, a psychiatrist, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> a shirt, you know, coach. a lawyer, a coach. Oh a man! And then they sit here and they go like, "Hey, I'm 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 having a really hard time. Um, life is whatever." And then you go, bro, and like we're not we're not really prepared for that type of stuff. Yeah. So, and that's why I say that we're never prepared for the work that we're doing, um, even though we have the tools. Like, we do have the tools, and in that sense, we're prepared. But, man, this is, and this is what makes this professional so pretty cool. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you you can plan for a lot of things, but there's everything something different. Um, I agree. Which I like. I like that part. Pero, bro, like, live sound. It gives me the crips. I mean, I mean, at first it was scary. At first it was scary because you always get the butterflies on your stomach. Cause and you, once something wrong goes wrong, you know, it, it and if it doesn't get fits, you know, you expect that's gonna go wrong all the way, you know. And I had so many scares. I had so many shitty situations, you know. But you know, at the end of the day, I overcome them, and I learned how to be patient about it, and I learned how to quick think solve the situation in a matter mm -hmm. of seconds and now even even to this day when i'm doing my live sounds i'm sending on conferences and whatnot i'm always i always pre-prepare myself like uh sound check and everything and just to this day there's still times in which something goes wrong but i'm always prepared like i it's just it became automatically i train myself to be like that and you're yeah. right school doesn't prepare you for that stuff that oh that's uh, prepares you on life when you're already out there in the field and They can't. I mean, it, it, and it's not that school is bad. The school cannot prepare you for that. Yeah. It gives you the tools um, to solve the issue, but it really doesn't prepare you for that. It doesn't prepare you for a singer that's crying in a booth because they had a bad day. A break for, uh, a it doesn't prepare you for yeah, or Yeah. It, it doesn't prepare you for a fight between the, like, let's say you're an engineer and, and sometimes the producers in the room, the artists is in the room, they're having a disagreement. And and it turns nasty, and yeah. you, you 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 like school doesn't prepare you for that. Yeah, no. Like, what do you do at that point? Well, I, I usually give them the space, and then I just go out and, hey guys, I, I I I'm I'm gonna go out for for a little while and stuff like that, and 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 it's it's complicated. It, it right. is, man. I agree. But, uh, but it's a beautiful job, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad we we we're doing that. I'm glad that you are actually doing that, and you're happy doing it. No uh, regrets, man. No regrets up to this point, man. I love doing what I'm doing, man. And I'm going to continue to do it, man. I ain't, ain't going to stop. Especially this podcast game, man. This is this is something that I see myself in not in 10, 9, 20, 30, and 40 years. You know, I can see myself even as an old man talking shit about this type of stuff, man. And I, <laughs> So, Gia, we're going to wrap this up right now because I know I you got a session happening very soon, you know, so yeah. we're going to leave this with this one final question that I got for you, man. Before you, we leave, let's just say that you're in class 
and you got a student that's been like, you know, your little right hand man, like your teacher's better or whatnot. And he's been following everything about you. He's learning a lot. And then he graduates. And in the graduation, you shake his hand. You're like, man, you did a great job. Congratulations. I wish you the best, man. And he's like, thank you. I could have not done it without you. However, I don't know how this is going to happen. What's going to happen in my future? What advice can you give me in my future endeavors? What are three things that you will tell him? Three things? Yes. Wow, bro. <laughs> I know. This is one question that I do say to everybody at the end. Bro, uh, be true to yourself always. Mm. Always. And that that encompassed a lot of things. Be true to yourself always means be yourself. Don't don't try to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. uh, know yourself. Right. Uh, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself is fundamental. That's part of be true to yourself, I think. Um, make sure you build a very nice support group around. And by very nice, I don't mean people that Get the alcahuete todo. Like, right. I'm, Don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying people that go like, like yes, hey, people, like yes, people, you know, like they're always going to say no, yes. It's not, it's not yes, people. It's people that really care for you. That is important. This is a very heavy profession and, uh, and you need a support group. Yeah. You need a support group. Um, people that love you, people that are not afraid to tell you the truth in your face. And no matter what, you need that. People that bring you down because, bro, like this, this job can get to your head pretty easily. Yeah. One day you're working with Pepito Pere, who is a nobody. Next day you're working with Ariana Grande, mm -hmm. eh, JLo, Farrell, a bunch of other people. And, and then your head becomes huge. And you become, ¿sabes? Se te infla la cabeza y te vuelves un globo y te vas volando, bro. Like, now you're not yeah, useful you, to anybody. Yeah. So you need people that bring you down to earth, not to discourage you or anything, sino people que, que, que no que te critiquen ni nada, sino gente que cuando tú estés con esa gente, sientes que estés attached to the ground, even though yeah. you're flying. You gotta fly, but there has to be a part of you that's attached to the ground, yeah. to reality. Don't don't let the fantasy and the ego go unchecked. You know, have those don't people they, have those people that doesn't enable you to do those things. Yeah, that doesn't enable you. That they're always right there. Like if they see something weird, they see something that they don't feel right. They go ahead and say, "Hey, hey, man, does it? it this doesn't look right. Like let's just go. Let's just do something else. You know, like some group and and people that support. Yeah. And the third thing will be don't give up very important. um but but don't give up and this is gonna sound weird mm. it's not a hard don't give up it is don't give up can also mean maybe your goal wasn't the right goal and if you have to change it you have to have the wisdom to change it and to pursue that but whatever it is don't give up like part of don't giving up is realigning yourself with realistic goals Part of part of don't giving up is that because if you have unrealistic goals that we call dreams, but they're not really dreams, they're unrealistic goals because we all have uh, dreams and stuff like that. But but we can bring those dreams down to earth, making goals and start working towards them. Right. The issue here is that sometimes life pushes you in different directions. Yeah. 
And you have to be flexible enough to realize that you're not giving up on your dream. You're just modifying the goal and you might make your dream true with a slightly different goal. Maybe that goal wasn't taking you to the real dream that you had. So don't give up. Yeah. And don't give up doesn't mean stay with your same goal that you had when you were five years old. That's not that. It's be realistic and keep fighting for that goals that you want. Um, that's, 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 that's how I see it. And, and some other on the side that I would tell him, be respectful. Yeah. Be humble. Nope. Yeah, be, be humble. Nice. Be nice. Don't, don't fuck anybody. Yeah. In the industry or any industry. Like do not do shitty stuff to people. Yes. Be a good person. Um, and there was another one. Oh, no matter how small the work you do, mm -hmm. it's always important. If you start like an intern in a studio and you have to do the runs and you have to uh, uh, clean restrooms and you have to clean windows and, and bro, do it, do it with pride and do it well. Every single job on this, this is a, 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 a production line. Every single job on that line yes. is important. Very important, bro. Like we don't realize when we're interning, we don't realize how important is the fact that the restroom is clean. It's super important for a session, bro. Like super. We don't realize like the windows clean or 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 the importance of getting the, the food order right. Bro, it's really important. People think it's bullshit. It is not bullshit. It is important. And those jobs, as small as they as they seem, as they seem, they're very important. Very, very important. Do it with pride, man. It builds character. It does. And, and not only that, you're contributing to the session. Exactly. You don't see it that way, but but it is true. Listen, like that took me some time to realize this this concept about every job being important. When I started interning, I was gonna send everything to shit. I, I was like, hell no, I'm not doing this. I'm not cleaning restrooms. I didn't I didn't go through all this sacrifice to clean windows. Like, bro, I'm not doing it. I was very wrong. My support group, my wife told me, dude, you're wrong. Keep doing that thing. That is what is going to take you in the studio. Mm -hmm. Get your shit together and do this thing. And she was right. Bro, my internship lasted like two months. My internship. I, I did an internship. It was meant to be like six months. I did two months. At the end of, it was two, two and a half months. At the end of those two and a half months, I was in the studio recording people. And, 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 and because I didn't quit. Because my support group didn't let me quit. Because I was firm on a goal. I didn't give up. So I'm just giving that person an advice based on my personal journey. It's not something that I have read. It's not something yeah. that, and bro, like be respectful of people. Love. 100% man. Bro, love is the most important power on earth. Love what you do. Love yourself. Take care of yourself. Mental health, bro, is fundamental. Yes. Especially Here. in this industry. Especially Men in this Mental health, bro. Like if we all have to deal with certain amount of mental health issues. Every day. And you got to take care every day, bro. You got to take care of that. That's fundamental. Eat well. The non-sleep group, the thing I've done it, it doesn't work, bro. At some point, you have to have some rest. It is important. Your body is asking for it. Your, your brain is asking for it, man. And yeah, and one thing that it might piss a lot of people though, but it gets to a point that you realize that all we do, all we do in this industry, I mean, okay. I'm going to say something and then I'm going to say something that's going to refute that thing that I'm going to say. But, <laughs> okay. pero, mira, pero, pero, it, both are true though. Okay. Nothing that we do is that important. There's nothing that we do that is so important 
that you have to kill yourself in the process. Nothing. There's nothing that we do. There's no song that you're working. There's no beat that you're working on. That's worth. That is worth your mental health and your health. I know there's, where you're going with this. Yes. Right. Yeah. We are not. We are not. We're not as a surgeon operating a brain, bro. Like it. Okay. So take care of yourself first. There's there's nothing more important than you mm-hmm. and your family and your friends. Yes. That's that's the most fundamental thing. Then music. Although music is very jealous. <laughs> so <laughs> apart from your from yourself, music has to be the most important thing. Pero una cosa si, si es cierta. Now to kind of not refuting the, the previous stuff. Right. Pero a song can save a life. Yeah. A song can save a life and as every single day a song can save somebody's life. life. Yeah. Every single day. So yes, it is important. It's very important what we do. You don't know when a song of yours is going to save somebody's life. So put them out, release them, work on that. Treat them with respect. Treat, treat music with respect is bringing bread to your, to your table, bro. Music has to be respected. It is a religion. With that being said, nothing that we do is worth your mental health and your health. So take care of yourself. I agree. Look, I do understand where you're going, uh, where, where you're doing and what you're trying to explain to them. Like, yeah, like every song is amazing. It's important. Like it saves someone's life and someone had a shitty day and your song because of your contribution, that song just saved that life and just make that person better. But at the same time, like don't kill yourself for that song. You know, yeah. like the song is a song. It's a, There's 20 million other songs out there. Like, don't kill yourself. Like, don't put so much pressure into it to make a song or to make that song like, wow. Like, yeah, just let, and, the, and let the flow go. You know, it, let the flow go. Take, take your, take your, uh, take your loses. Take your loses. Yeah. Don't, don't make it a big deal. Bro, like, we, we don't have a, a, an operating room with a patient that's going to die. Yeah, we don't have to deal with that. That's horrible. Like dealing with that is horrible. We we don't have that. Uh, so bro, like, don't think that you're that. Y- what you do is so important that you have to sacrifice your health. Right. Period. Take care of your health. I think that is the best advice. I agree, man. And thank you very much, Mister G, oh, to bro. coming over to the podcast, man. I, it's an honor, Briz, for you to come over here and have this. Bro, same here. It's an honor to be on your no, own. On, on, well, on come your back again to another time with me whenever you feel much more calmer. We can sit down and have a more meaningful and deeper conversation, and we can talk a little bit more. So, thank you very you should, much. We should do. We should do the next one. We should do it from here, bro. So we can, so, so we can, I'm up for it. This is an open invitation. Let's see. Let's see when we when we can coordinate it. Yeah, and then we can do it from the studio and and with with some studio vibes. Absolutely, man. I'm more than open to do so. Thank you for the invitation. Let's make it happen sometime in the future, whenever we are actually free to do this stuff. Um, before we go, plug yourself out. Let the people know where they can follow you or they can find you, and let the people know what they can expect from you in the future. Okay. Uh, you can follow me at Lefeld Music uh, in Instagram. That's L-E-F-E-L-D Music. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Wolf is going to 
send the uh, yeah I'll, the, I'll, the social media as well. You can also follow us on Hit Central Records in Instagram as well. This is the structure that we have and the, the we do production with it and the recording studio. Um, I don't check Facebook or none of that. I have a Twitter. I never use it. That's fine. Uh, please, Twitter people. I have a lo- a, a good friend that works in Twitter. Don't don't hold it against me. Uh, never use Twitter. Um, what's coming up? Uh, there's this. Uh, there's a bunch of things that we're doing right. uh, that are coming up. But there's one very specific one that that uh, hopefully will come up uh, at the beginning of next year, which is this thing that we're doing with Christian uh, Pagan. Yeah. Um, I hope that's coming. Uh, we're doing a song with Kiana Key as well, which is uh, an artist that um, we already did a song with her called Love in the Elevator. Mm. Uh, we're doing another song. I cannot reveal the title, but it's it's really good. Hopefully it's going to be out uh, mid next year for the summer. Oh, uh, the summer hit, the summer jam. The summer jam uh, is going to be dope. Uh, we are, oh, we're also working in a very nice project, uh, which are, uh, mantras, uh, for, um, uh, like yoga and, and oh. stuff. It's very interesting. Uh, so we're working on a couple of things, but I mean, I'm looking forward to all of them, but the one with Christian is a personal, a very personal project of us. And, and I think, uh, I think. It's going to, um, it's going to put some good music out there. That's that's all we want. So, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know when when. Oh yes, please yeah. let me know. Let me know, and so I can put it out there in my socials. Let the people know where they could find it. Thank you. Um, thank you very much, Mister G. Man, like I said, we're gonna do this again on the studio. On the you, studio, ladies and gentlemen, you all heard it. So next episode is gonna be for a first, a probably a first time studio podcast inside in real life guys because all my podcast interviews has been from zoom so you might be the first one in my show oh nice let's you go know, we, gotta, we gotta make it happen now now we gotta make it happen now we gotta make it happen now we gotta make it happen, now we gotta make it happen. Right. so no, no, make- no. before the before the end of this year we're making it we're Boom. making it let's go, let's go. Thank, Bro, you. Thank, you. Thank, thank you so much for this opportunity uh, thank you to everybody that actually uh, watches the podcast. Thank you. Keep uh, keep um, supporting it. Uh, keep listening to it. And man, thank you. Thank you. Oh, of I, course. I thank you, Mr. G, for coming over. Thank you guys for listening. Every, remember, every week is a brand new episode with a brand new topic. So be always uh, remember to sure to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Low Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. And of course, my YouTube channel at the Lone Wolf Podcast. Or you can also follow it at LoneWolfPod.com. That's LoneWolfPod.com. Comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts. Share your experiences. If you guys got a specific topic that you want me to cover, or you want Mr. G to cover, please let us know in the comments down below. And we'll try our best to cover it on the next episode. So thank you guys for tuning in. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Deuces. Oh, thank you so much. Take care.